0: With us today is Steve Cates. Welcome to the Fourth of July weekend. We also know him as Doctor Sky, and he is our in-house genius as far as when we look at the sky, what is up there, and we learn something new when we look down in the bottom of the ocean. He knows about those things too.
1: Uh, Steve Cates, happy
0: Fourth of July weekend. What's going on this weekend?
1: Well, happy 4th of July to you, John, and the listeners, America's 247th birthday. But I thought I'd do the back of this program first. We always talk about what what people can see. And if people have an opportunity over the holiday weekend to look due south in the sky, maybe about 30 degrees high, there's a brilliant blue star called Spica, and it's in the constellation of Virgo. John, that star is about 247 light years away. What does that mean? It means, as you're looking at that star the sacred constitution of the United States was signed. And how about it, John, the light of that star just got here now as if you're seeing that star's light from when they signed the constitution. I think that's totally amazing. As we open up our minds on Sunday, what say you?
0: Well, I mean, uh, it, it, those stars are up there. And, uh, when we talk about stars, we talk about, uh, millions of years. And, uh, Christ was only born 2,000 years ago.
1: Absolutely. And then we go on to something else, John, closer to home. Virgin Galactic, this past week, just launched their first commercial flight. Now, they've had a lot of difficulties. They've been trying to get commercial flights going to space since 2004. But this spaceship two actually launched with some Italian scientists and, of course, some people from uh, their company at Virgin Galactic. But, John, they have a backlog of 800 people that have now put down, I believe, some $450,000 each to take this 90-minute ride. So they went well above, say, 50 miles, where we believe space begins. But it's kind of interesting. But on a strange side, we should be asking you and maybe Larry Kudlow, after the successful mission, their stock fell this morning. It was at a high of about 62 dollars back in 2021 but it went down 9.5% after today's flight. I'm kind of missed on that. What what, what do you think? That's kind of interesting. Well, I'll tell you what I think,
0: that uh, after this experimental or whatever you want to call it, uh, deep dive in the Titan, uh, maybe billionaires are a little bit more nervous about going up into uh, uh, new type aircraft or new type submarines, whether you're going up or whether you're going down.
1: Well, you know, it makes sense, John. And I know like, you know, you know, due respect to Virgin Galactic, they've tried, they've had a few, you know, serious accidents where they lost some people. So maybe there's the answer right in front of us that until we can maybe guarantee and who knows, there's no guarantees in life. But maybe like we talked about last week when we had this particular Titan craft, we obviously have to have some better controls over the testing and some regulations. You know, even Elon Musk, when he launches his giant, you know, starship rocket, we know that that one didn't go off too well. But there were so many concerns by the EPA. But I think we can all work together and maybe hopefully figure this thing out because space is, of course, the next frontier. But, John, we always have the mystery of the week. And here's something bizarre. Back in 1976, America sent these Viking spacecraft. They landed on Mars, two very successful missions. But it's true, we might have killed life that we might have detected on Mars. What's that? The particular Viking found some chlorinated organics, you know, little complex molecules. And what we did, the spacecraft added water to it. And that, they say, might have killed whatever that type of life was because we thought that that was contamination that was on board the spacecraft from the Earth. But that's interesting because we've never had that situation occur, at least now with the new rovers. But, John, you know, this is a great subject to talk about. Hopefully they'll find some organic life, and we may have found it. And once again, we might have uh, unintentionally destroyed it. I think that story is, is most amazing.
0: Well, I, I believe that life exists in many, many, many places. And uh, the question is, uh, intelligent life, I'm sure it's someplace. And, uh, uh, you know, uh uh, whether it's the pleons uh, or whether it's the uh, <laughs> whatever. But um, it yes. probably does exist somewhere. And I hope in our lifetime, uh, Steve Cates, me and you, our lifetime, that we're able to find out the truth.
1: Totally agree, John. And in closing, some things that people can see, in addition to talking about that star Spica, which, of course, when you see it, the light left when the Constitution was signed. We find Venus and Mars in the northwest, John. They're going to conjunct on July 1st about three degrees apart. That's a beautiful sight. But even more spectacular is the first of three months of supermoons. So as you're looking to the sky on Sunday, that beautiful full Buck moon that you see rising, the supermoon, John, is when the moon is closest to the Earth, and it also lies at a position when it's exactly full. So if by chance you look at the moon tonight and into Monday, and it looks a little bigger and brighter, it truly is. We get two full moons, two super moons in August, and then the most beautiful one, in my opinion, is the super moon that we have in September on the 29th. Obviously, John, the beautiful full harvest moon. So Great, we always start. like to keep our minds open and expand them. One
0: one sidebar question. A couple days ago, sure. uh, uh, the... Coast Guard brought up some pieces of the Titan, which they felt yep. that they had some human uh, uh, genes on him. Have you heard anything more about that? And what kind of equipment John, does the Coast Guard have to go that far down to retrieve?
1: John, it's fascinating. And again, I think we talked it last week about how many of these secrets. They knew when this imploded. They didn't share it with the audience because I'm sure... Our navy has so many sophisticated ways to track objects, but I'm even more amazed that they pulled. They actually have hard remains of this. It's still speculative, and I don't have a confirmation that there's human remains on there. Because the sad story, we want to be positive on Sunday mornings, but the reality is, when that imploded, the temperatures inside there momentarily, for a microsecond, literally just vaporized everything, and that means all the you know human body parts. But we really don't know. And we'll keep our minds open and try to explore more. But it's such a horrific way to go. And obviously, if we get these certifications to test these type of craft, maybe future generations can do this. But I don't know for sure, John, if they actually found human remains at point. Some speculate, but speculation is not fact.
0: Well, thank you, uh, Steve Cates, and have a great Fourth of July weekend. God bless America. Thank you.
1: God bless America. Thank you, John. Have a good day.